This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We have Quentin Mayo coming on the show in just a couple of minutes to talk, uh, obviously, the Super Bowl. But uh, we're also doing a little NBA because he has some good insider information when it comes to the Wizards. And we have the trade deadline coming up in the NBA. And it's always interesting to me to see these pieces moving because I think in the NBA, chemistry is probably the most important of any sport sure. that we probably cover because, number one, there's only five guys on the court. So it will be interesting to me to see how these new guys fit in their new roles because we've seen it. Sometimes it takes a minute for superstars to get acclimated to their new team and acclimated to their new offense. Like, Do you think chemistry is the most important in the NBA as opposed to other sports? No question. And I also think that more so in the NBA than other sports, not only is chemistry huge, obviously because you have so few guys in the starting lineup, but I also think egos are massive in the NBA as well. And that's something that you constantly have to navigate. We talked about James Harden possibly wanting a trade from the Nets earlier. Steve Nash now says, oh, it's not going to happen. We'll see if that ends up being true or not. But you talk about guys who are used to scoring, that are used to getting the ball in their hands, that need statistics russell westbrook out in la is another example where he's with all these big names and we wondered well chemistry wise does this work because what he's being asked to do out in la is be a distributor and to not be this on-ball guy who puts up triple doubles every night he's had a hard time doing that because he's not an efficient player and now he doesn't fit in. His game doesn't fit in with the rest of the guys on that roster. So chemistry is huge. And that's one of the reasons why I love Karis LeVert going to Cleveland because he's with a bunch of young guys. And not only does he seem to fit in with those guys chemistry-wise, but his game fits in as well. It's also interesting from a betting standpoint because anytime you have a factor that is hard to quantify and not really in the numbers, you kind of either get an edge when it comes to betting or it's a lot tougher. So I think if you really know the game, you can read into some of these moves and see how they will translate upon arrival and in, within the first week and maybe make some money that way. So let's bring on Quentin Mayo. He is one of the co-hosts of BetMGM, BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern PM. So this is probably early for him, but <laughs> Quentin... Uh, let's ask about the NBA first. I know we are supposed to talk about the Super Bowl, and we'll get to that. But when it comes to the NBA trade, de trade deadline and some of these trades, from a betting standpoint, is there any way you can make money off of this and use this to your advantage? First and foremost, yes. Good morning. This is very early for me. <laughs> I, I just got out of bed about 25 minutes ago. But I typically get up and go to the gym around 6, but like I had a long weekend. 
So um, I'm trying to warm my brain up now. But thank you guys for having me on the show. Um, but to your question, absolutely. Um, I think we've already seen it uh, a little bit when you look at, like, the Brooklyn Nets team. So the Nets just have rumors about them trading for James Harden before the trade deadline. But also, they stink right now. So you go to the, the – at least at BetMGM, you look at the odds and you say, well, their odds are going to move all over the place now. The market is trying to adjust for the fact that they stink. They've lost, I think, eight straight games. But on the flip side, they don't want to get too ambitious with moving them too far away from being a favorite to win it all because of the fact that they could make a trade for Ben Simmons, which significantly raises the ceiling of this team because James Harden is in and out of the lineup, doesn't look like he wants to be there, and he's also injured. So, you know, you could get some good odds on the Nets right now ahead of the deadline if they do trade for uh, James, or they trade James Harden away for Ben Simmons. And then by the time that trade goes down, you look at the odds and they're right back to, you know, closer to minus money rather than plus. So I think there's always some value to be made. You just have to be extremely quick with 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 your with how you're viewing and watching these trades go down, and also just kind of have an understanding of wh- where people could or could not go. Um, like the Cavs, with they already had some interesting odds this year because they were on that very good run for the first half of the year, but injuries kind of derailed some of their momentum. But now you trade for Karis Levert, who you guys were just talking about, who is a I think he's a really underrated basketball player, and he's coming off an injury. Uh, I think two injuries actually, but now he looks like he's getting back into form. But that's exactly what the Cavs need, like you said, Jenks. Another secondary guy who can score, get his own shot, but also can run an offense. So this is already one of the most fun parts or times in a year, especially in the basketball season. But now that we're you know, gambling every single day because we're paid to do so, it makes things even more interesting because you always want to find some value in the moves across the league. We're talking with our good friend Quentin Mayo, co-host of Bet MGM tonight, 7 to 11 in the East. And Wizards fans, make sure you listen, subscribe, and follow to the Quentin Mayo Show podcast. He always does great work, and the man knows his basketball. Also on Twitter at Real Quentin Mayo. So, Quentin, when you talk about the Wizards, you certainly are are with this team. You're an insider. You 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 follow this team from inside and out. And you reported yesterday the Wizards are in pursuit of Pacers big man DeMontis Sabonis. Are they really a big man away from being a contender in the East, or is this, is this sort of just the, the process of them getting back to being respectable? 1,000% no. They are not one big man away from being a contender in the East. But like you said, I think it is a good step in the right direction. I was talking to a couple of my friends um, the other day, and I was like, you know, who's the best teammate that Bradley Bill has had in the past five years outside of Russell Westbrook, who was here for one year, and it was kind of like a rental. Everybody knew about – you know, what that Russell Westbrook relationship was going to be like. And, you know, it's hard to name one that's even a top 50 or 60 basketball player. And even looking at this year, the Wizards come out the gate, they start the season 10 and three. And a lot of people are saying, you know, oh, wow, the, the, the trade that they made to get off of Russell Westbrook, acquiring Kyle Kuzma, acquiring KCP and Montrezl Harrell. It's good because you get off of all that cap space that was tied up in Westbrook. But is, is Kuz really like the second player on a championship team or a contending team I think he's a fine piece and has some promise but nowhere close so I think what the Wizards are really well I know what they're trying to do is the fact that with Bradley Bill being up for a super max extension in the offseason they're really trying to give like they're trying to show him that they are building something at least they've made a lot of really low impact trades um over in, in signings over the past three years especially with Brad taking over as the face but they've never really brought in a guy that could be considered a big swing. And I think Sabonis would be a big swing because it does signify that 
you know, they're getting off of some of those young guys like Rui Hachimura and Denny Abia possibly um, to, to bring in a, a two-time All-Star who's only 25 years old. So, no, they're not one big man away, but they are interested in Sabonis. And uh, it looks like the Pacers are interested in blowing it up, too. I mean, some people thought the Karis Avert trade was, uh, was kind of like the domino that sparks a, a, a huge blow, which we've been hearing rumors about for the past few months. So, no, like I said, they're not one Sabonis away. But it'd be interesting to see, like, a, a halfway decent starter and another all-star in D.C. beside Bradley Beal. It's definitely an interesting time in the NBA because we have seen so many big impact trades and trades that can affect the future of franchises. And Quentin, I know you were told that we were only going to talk about the Super Bowl, but you are so insightful when it comes to the NBA. Like we had to ask and anybody who is interested in becoming a smarter NBA fan, please follow Quentin Mayo on Twitter at real Quentin Mayo, because like I said, you will be smarter for it. But Quinn, we've got to talk about Super Bowl. Are there yeah. any early lanes or plays that you like in the big game? So, uh, firstly, thank you for that that shout out. And those compliments. I feel so great at seven. It feels it's good true. to be up and somebody's complimenting you at, at seven uh, thirty, seven forty in the morning. So that that makes me uh, wake up a little bit more. So keep it coming. Um, but back to the uh, NFL, I, I would say the only the first play I've made. I took the Rams as soon as the NFC Championship game ended because of the fact that I, I believe that number opened up at three and a half and immediately moved to a four. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I think the Rams from top to bottom on paper are the better team. And with that being the case, I don't know if I'm going to get a four again. And then if you look at the line now, like it's at four and a half, and I don't think it's going to move anymore. Well, it might move another half point as we get close, close to the kickoff, but I just wanted to make sure that if I did get the Rams, I got it at a better number. Um, I do love a few props, and I feel like the, you, you guys ever have people that just love your props too, because and now you feel like, man, maybe I shouldn't be on this prop because everybody's on it. That's kind of like the experience I'm having right now with Odell Beckham Jr. I love everything related to OBJ. I love his swag. I think this moment is great for him. So if you're looking at narratives, for him to get out of Cleveland, get to the Rams, and they had a shaky start, but now they finally reached the Super Bowl, and his numbers have increased every single week. I love his anytime touchdown score. I love his first-time touchdown score. I like the over on his receptions and yardage as well, especially when you look at the year that Cooper Cup is having. If the Bengals' defense wants to do anything, it's going to have to be to limit Cooper Cup because his number is always 8.5, 9.5, 10.5 in terms of receptions, and he continues to go over every single week. But I love Odo Beckham so far, and I also love the four, even the four and a half with the Rams. But if, I, if you want to bet the Bengals, I would just continue to sit on my hands. I'd wait until we get closer to kickoff because you can see some public money might be coming in on the Rams. Maybe you could push it to a five. Maybe you could buy a half point at five, five and a half, but I don't really think that half point matters. It's not really a key number. But I will wait to bet the Bengals too because there is something to be said for how special this run is for this Bengals team. And on top of that, it's hard for me to bet against them. There's something magical about their run. But even though their offensive line stinks and they give up a ton of sacks, they still win games. So I, I hate that people are kind of like, pinpointing that including myself because for somehow some way nine sack games five sack games it doesn't matter Joe Burrow on this offense and his defense just go out there and they win games and they're confident in each other so I would wait to bet the Bengals if you do want to take that angle as you get closer to kickoff I feel the same way and it seems like such a square angle betting on the Bengals and saying oh Joe Burrow has the it factor (laughs) but listen (laughs) they deserve some credit for winning these games. That is Quentin Mayo. He is the co-host of MGM Tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern PM. If you are up at that hour, which we are not, if you want to give him a follow on Twitter at Real Quentin Mayo, 
please follow him for any NBA advice and also NFL because we've got the big game coming up. And obviously, he is chock full of inside. Quentin, thanks for waking up with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm going right back to sleep. Talk to you guys tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Quentin. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.